Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, on Thursday of this upcoming week, 21 of us from St. Philip the Deacon will be departing and making our way to Lake of the Woods for our third annual ice fishing retreat. It will promise to be a time that is filled with fun, faith, fellowship, yes, fishing, and always really good food. I love it, and I cannot wait to go fishing. But even more so, I cannot wait to be out in the beautiful tapestry of God's creation. I love to fish. I love fishing with my kids. When they haven't caught anything all day and they finally get into a big lunker, and then suddenly they become the resident experts in the ice house or in the boat, telling me everything that I'm doing wrong and what I need to do to catch more fish. (laughs) They're really good at that. They're really good at that. So perhaps it's only fitting that today, on the third Sunday after Epiphany, that we encounter a fishing story for our gospel reading. That was the reading that was assigned for this Sunday. I had nothing to do with it, but it worked out beautifully. And so today, we encounter Jesus on the shores of the Sea of Galilee when he comes upon Simon Peter and Andrew, two fishermen, and calls them to drop everything they are doing and follow him. Now, truth be told, if you're putting together your group of disciples, Simon Peter and Andrew would probably not be the first choice. After all, they were not studying Scripture. They were not seeking out a teacher to teach them the ways of life as found in Scripture. Rather, they depended on and relied on the Sea of Galilee, on the fish in the sea, for their way of life. They depended on what they caught to survive. Now, just like Peter and Andrew, you and I are called as well to fish for people. You and I are called to share that message of good news with the entire world around us. And yet, the challenge becomes... What does this metaphor of fishing for people look like? After all, when you think about it, we live in the land of 10,000 lakes. Fishing at its very core, at its very root, involves manipulation. It involves deceit. It involves luring in and baiting of something. It involves just a lot of trickery. If you look in our tackle box, you will find that there are lures and that there are all sorts of things that are designed to mimic the behaviors of things that are irresistible for fish. Sometimes there's better ones than others. But there are the perfect lure that brings in a fish or that beautifully tied fly that is on the end of one's tippet, that just hovers above the surface of the water and hoping that a fish will rise and strike it. When it does, we set the hook. I'll be honest with you, I hope and pray that I get into a 30-inch walleye next weekend. And if I do, 
Each and every one of you will know about it. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, when we understand fishing in that way, it's hard to wrap our mind around. I don't know of anyone who likes to be or wants to be deceived who wants to be manipulated, who wants to be baited or lured in, who wants to be tricked. It is not something that any of us desire for ourselves and others. So if we understand the metaphor of fishing for people as we understand fishing in our context today, well, that's a tough pill to swallow. But if we understand fishing as it was done long ago by Peter and Andrew and hundreds and thousands of other people since, then it begins to make sense. You see, Peter and Andrew, they didn't have that Hills Brothers coffee can filled with worms sitting on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. They didn't have a beautifully tied fly that was just hovering at the end of their line, making its way above the water, luring the fish in. Rather, they used nets. They used nets. No deception, no manipulation, no bait, no luring in, just casting nets out into the water. And there, the fish were caught. So they caught fish with nets. Now, when we think about being caught, sometimes that ruffles our feathers a little bit because we often associate the act of being caught as a negative thing, right? We don't want to be caught by the police just going a little bit over the speed limit. And there's no way that I ever wanted to be caught by my parents doing something that I knew I shouldn't have been doing, right? I mean, there were always consequences for those choices, consequences for those behaviors when you get caught. But on the other side of it, being caught can also be less punitive and more transformative. There are ways in which we get caught up in this world, in this life, that transform the way we think, that transform the way we live. In all honesty, each and every one of you here this morning, you have been caught in God's love. You have been caught in God's love in the waters of baptism when that water was poured over you and God caught you and claimed you as God's own, as a beloved child of God, sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. There's no better catch than that. God comes to you and meets you right where you are in the here and now and catches you in the nets of love and grace and forgiveness. God catches you and teaches you how to live in community with one another and how to live a new way of life. So Jesus says to Peter and Andrew, follow me and I will make you fish for people. Jesus teaches them all along the way. And he teaches you and me as well. In fact, he teaches us how to fish. He teaches us how to live, how to love, how to care for the least of these, how to reach out to one another, 
in all that we do. And we know that even in the midst of that, we do fall short, right? We make mistakes, but God's net of love remains. We remain caught in that love of Christ. We live at times in a very cynical world. We live in a world that can be often filled with deep challenges and deep struggles. We often find ourselves having our own struggles as well, whether it's mentally or physically, whether we find ourselves grieving or find ourselves dealing with illness, whether we find ourselves searching and wondering what are we called to do, what are we supposed to do with our life in this world. Times when we feel lonely, And we feel as if though we have been cast aside. In the midst of those valid and real feelings, remember that you have been caught by a loving God. No manipulation, no deception, no baiting or luring in, but simply the genuine, pure love of a God who claims you as God's own. And then, Knowing that, may you go out into a world and cast nets of love, cast cast nets of forgiveness, cast nets of compassion and care for each and every person in this world, for each and every one of you, each and every one of us is a child of God. And there is no better catch than being caught by God. So to all of you, good fishing. Let it be so. Amen.